Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to go. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. We're happy to be with you today. It is Sunday, October 4th, first Sunday in October. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena. I'm here with four out of five of my sisters, which is great because Liz is in France. Uh, but uh, Sheila Dolan is here in South Pasadena. Sheila, it's raining in our neck of the woods, isn't it? It's a small miracle, and thank gosh it is, Leanne. I know. It's pot roast tonight at my house. Uh, <laughs> Julie, you're in Dallas, Texas. What's happening there? It's gorgeous here. It is. This is such a pretty time of year to be in Texas. And Absolutely Mo- great. Great. And Monica, you are in Portland, Oregon. What a sad, sad week for you in Oregon. What a tough week again. But what what what, what happened there, Monica? Oh, How- wow. You guys, I have to tell you this. So last Thursday, I called one of our patients who was recently discharged from the hospital, sort of a regular part of my job. We call all the patients to check on them, see how they're doing. And this man lives in Winchester, Oregon, the small town right next to Roseburg. And this was Thursday morning. So we're on the phone talking. Yeah, I'm talking to him about his medications and the appointment. And then he said, Monica, can I tell you something that's a little off topic? And I said, sure. I, I had no idea what he was going to say. He said, you know, I live in Winchester, and it's a really small town, and our town is going to be in the news this week, and you're going to be hearing about us, he said, but it's not for a good reason. And I said, what happened? He said, there was a shooting at the school, and this had just happened. And I then I could, he said, it's on the news. I could hear the TV in the background. He said, we live about three miles from the community college and there was a shooting there and they said maybe a dozen people were killed. We don't really know what's going on. And, you know, my reaction was just like, I said, oh, my gosh, I said, that's terrible. That's just horrible. It's awful. And I said, I can't believe that's happening again. And he said, you know, everyone here knows someone. That's what a small place it is. And he said, it's going to be really tough for us this week. Um, So I just didn't know what to say except for I'm sorry. I said, I'll be thinking about you. And his wife got on the phone and it was just really shocking. Um, I said, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you. And then as soon as we hung up, I turned on the news and saw what was happening and of course, I'm sitting at my desk crying, like I usually am. <laughs> um, you know, it's just when and when you read about the students that were killed. I mean, they there's such a wide range of ages and backgrounds, and I'm sure everyone knows it's a small town, um, and it's the only college there. And when you read about those people, you know, just going back to school and trying to make a better life for themselves. And in that town, the unemployment rate is really high. And, you know, there's some tough times there. And it's just, so it was just been on my mind all week. I mean, like everyone's, but that connection there, we have a lot of patients from a small town called Myrtle Creek and two of the victims, the students that were killed were from there. So just thinking about them all week, really sad week in Oregon. 
Yeah, that was striking when you saw the list of the victims because it is exactly what a community college is supposed to represent. You know, people right. at all ages and stages of their lives, mm-hmm. either 18 and just starting college or, you know, military veterans that were going back to school. There was a mother who was also going back to school while her daughter was there. It, it did strike me that that is what the essence of a community college is like. And it, it just made it even sadder if it could, if that's possible, if that's possible. Well, Monica, that that's a tough way to learn about it and tough for all those people there. It's just a yeah. terrible, it's a terrible thing. We have to keep having this conversation. I know. It's a terrible I thing. Know. I mean, yeah. And it just, and, but I think the sadness does it. It's no less, you know, it's not like you become immune to it no. because you, because you see these innocent lives destroyed. And Monica, for your patient, that must be so hard, you know, to have the stress of recovering from a major medical situation and then have, you know, this kind of community thing going on. That that must be incredibly difficult. Yeah. And I mean, everything I've read, they said this Umqua Community College was it in that town. You know, it was a real gathering place things have were happening at the school and it was just an important part of that community um and i think the way people responded i think the response was really excellent you know by the first responders and the hospital down there who took all the patients um just been thinking about them all week all right. Thank you, Monica. Thanks. Well, we are going to talk about other things today on the show, but we needed to start with that. Um, we do have our contest winners coming up. Uh, let's see. We have a surprise lab rats. <laughs> so, they won't even tell us what it is, which makes Julie and I a little nervous. Uh, I have the feeling they're texting back and forth right now, deciding what the lab rats is about. <laughs> No, it's not that bad. I mean, you know, not that bad. That's quite a a description of an upcoming segment. Okay. And then we are going to just be filling you in on the first season of Adam's Secretary. In case you missed it, we start our recap on Tuesday, Julie and I. So we just want to get you ready for tonight's season. All right, Julie, you have the contest winners, right? Yes. we. It's been a big week uh, for um, You're the Best um, contest because, you know, this is in celebration of our book that comes out, out October 27th. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm- and- that was, I'm sorry, that was part of the surprise. If you just heard. Okay. Keep going, Julie. Okay. Okay, okay thanks, Sheila. Because yeah. I was talking about probably the biggest thing that's been coming along in Satellite Sisters in quite a while, and that would be our book, uh, You're the Best, A Celebration of Friendship. It comes out October 27th, and as part of our celebration all this month, we are giving out a free copy of the book, to our to our Facebook and to our Instagram winners. Um, this is we asked you to put a picture of your satellite sisters either on our group Facebook page that would be the Satellite Sisters or at our Instagram account which is Sat Sisters YTB. And you know I, I last at our last podcast, Lee and I said, hey, you know it, the pictures had kind of fallen off. We had gotten into a lull. <laughs> yeah, so you did. Picked, 
You it shamed did. people. You shamed I, him, I Julie. I, I browbeated you into it, and I'm so happy because so many people have posted pictures. So you have to get into this contest because it's it's so fun. You have to see the pictures at either our Facebook group or at our Instagram account. And um, it's a random drawing, and so I'm happy to announce this week's winner at the Facebook group is Deanna Porterfield. Okay, and I don't know if you've seen this picture, but it's uh, it's it's Deanna and uh, and her um, and her satellite sister. They were in New York celebrating earning their doctorates, which sounds pretty impressive. Oh, I did see that. Oh, yeah, no. pretty impressive. But the picture is taken on the New York City subway, and that is impressive too. So it was just a great shot. So you're a winner. And then if you go to our Instagram account, and you can do Instagram. If I can do Instagram, you can do Instagram. That is Sat Sisters, hashtag Sat Sisters YTB. This week's winner is B.J. Norsky, and I'll tell you why. Because there are lots of satellite sisters in her picture. There's lots of people laughing. Mm-hmm. There's a body of water and a, and a collapsed dock, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a winner. It's a winner, satellite. But I, this week, thank you so much. So don't stop. If you didn't win this week, you might win next week. So more pictures. Repost your pictures. I want to see them. We all do. So thanks very much. Uh, they're really, really fun to see. It's so so great to see all these groups of women hiking. It is uh, fun. Drinking, smiling, mm-hmm. laughing, some in costumes. I mean, they are great. So please, okay? It's It really is a mood booster, too, to, to just go and look at these pictures, right? It was okay. an act of bravery to post a photo of yourself on the subway, too, because I think everyone knows the lighting is not good on a subway. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> not good. All right, just a reminder, we have added a couple new dates to our Satellite Sisters You're the Best book tour. So if you want those, that information, the best place to go is to SatelliteSisters.com and our events page. Uh, Sheila and Liz will be going to St. Paul, Minnesota. That's Saturday, November 14th. Julie and I will be in Dallas, Texas on Thursday, December 3rd. And we did finalize a spot for a Satellite Sisters meetup in Pasadena on Saturday, November 7th. So that's all on the events page. Those That's the place to go for the best information on where it is, what time it is, who's going to be there. Uh, so that's at SatelliteSisters.com. All right, Jewel, what, what's happening? I hear you went to the doctor's this week. I, I went to go? the doctor's and I'm, I, I'm still flushed and embarrassed. In fact, every time I think about what happened, I, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can go back. I went for my annual Gynoland uh, checkup. Okay. You know, that's, that's where I was. I was at, but this was a new doctor because my uh, former doctor retired. And so I went to... Don't you hate I, that? I, I keep having gynecologists that, retire on me. This is like the third one I've had. It just <laughs> makes me well, nuts. At some point after you turn 60, doesn't, don't you retire too? <laughs> do, we, do, we really, do we really need to go through that? I'm yes. still on active duty. I'm still on oh, yes. active duty here. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Yes, just, you just do. Yes. All right. All right. For medical... Yes, you need to go. So... I, I, you know, you have to fill out all those forms. You have to go to a new portal. I go, I go in there. It seems good. Nice. The waiting room is good. Fresh magazines. They take me right on time. 
you go in, you know, they take your blood, you're in the hall, you know, and they, they weigh you, they take your blood pressure. And then they moved me into the examining room, examination room. And then they told me to put on the gown with the opening in the front and the drape over, you know, the, the whole, that whole thing. So, so I'm sitting there on the examining table, uh, waiting for the doctor to come in. And the nurse is not in the room. She said the, the doctor will be right in. So the next person that comes into the room is in scrubs. Um, and I, so I'm just assuming this is my doctor. This is my new doctor. And I say, hi, how are you? I think I even said, <laughs> you know, and this person did not clarify that. Um, but I'm also thinking, wow, she is really young looking. She looks like uh, Dr. Doogie Hauser. I mean, she looks like she's 13. She has braces, you know, but, you know, but I was like, okay, okay, don't, uh, I, don't judge, she, don't judge, don't judge. You know, a lot of people, it's adult braces. That's a good thing. And all, in my mind, as fast as I can think this, I'm thinking, well, she probably couldn't afford to get braces when she was going through medical school and, and residency. That's why she's getting braces now that she's a successful doctor. She still looks young, but maybe young is good because then she'll know about new techniques, you know, so all of these things are going through my mind. And she said, so um, why are you here? And I said, well, you know, I'm here for my annual visit and I wanted to talk to you about, and then I start to go into details, sisters. Yeah. I'm going deeply. I did. I really, really just so, so personal things. I would not even tell you. I would not, but I generally don't even tell a doctor. I think that's what I was telling this person with braces and scrubs who's tapped away at the terminal. Oh my gosh. And then she said, well, the doctor will be right with you. I was like, oh my gosh. I, I mean, so I don't know who's more embarrassed, whether she was more embarrassed or I know I was embarrassed because I really, I just, you know, because I, I just blurted out some things that I, I just, <laughs> that I like had to really like get all my courage to actually say to the doctor, you know, and then it really wasn't the doctor. So I don't know who she was. I think she was like a secretary and uh, that is she, she's an intern. I think with the braces, she was, yeah. a, did they have candy stripers in the office? Maybe it was, was take your, yeah, take your child to work day. <laughs> Um, sometimes there's a middleman that comes in and just starts typing. That is true. I don't know what their role is. With, oh, Julie, that's bad. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know where, I, where she worked. And I just, as I was leaving, I, I did meet the doctor. The doctor, whoa, just... She was, she was like a real doctor. She, she was excellent. I liked her very much, but I thought I got to get out of this, this, this office before I see Dr. Doogie Hauser with the braces again, because I am going to be, I just, I, whoa. I, and yeah. I'm sure she went back and told like wherever she, you know, where, whoever is her coworker, she said, you're not going to believe what happened in examining room three. You know? I'm sure she went back and told her middle middle school science class exactly what you said <laughs> well the thing is waiting in that gown and with with and not knowing when the doctor's going to come in is the worst feeling in the world yes you do feel very vulnerable you you're vulnerable. vulnerable and i think you just wanted to spill to make that 
that sense of connection, Julie. I, I just wanted to blur. I blurted it out because I wanted to get it over with. And now the yeah. other thing is, I am an older patient. Okay, many of the other people waiting in the waiting room are, you know, we're pregnant women. Okay, we have different issues. Okay? Yes, yes, we do. So she may be more comfortable with like some of the pregnant patients, you know. And I, I, I could tell I was shocking her. I, I'm, I can tell when she heard things she did not want to hear. Monica, has that ever happened to you where people just, I mean, I'm sure, right? You're actually a nurse. You're an RN. Does that happen to you? Um, yeah. I mean, we have young, we have our young students that are the research assistants. They room the patients and do all that, get their blood pressure and get them set up in the room, go through their medications. And I know some of them think this is it, just like you, Julie. So they just start talking, you know, all about <laughs> All their medical problems, everything they had planned to say to the doctor, they do just start talking. So I'm sure. Yeah, that person could have been a a scribe, someone who just types things into the computer, or maybe they were housekeeping, you know? (laughs) I mean, it could be the person that restocks the rooms. Yeah. And uh, I can just picture it, Julie. You just got going and let it rip. <laughs> and she she was doing Band-Aid inventory. You you don't know what she was doing. I really don't. I don't. No. Well, at least you checked that off your list. You got it done. So good work. Right. I, I'm never going back there again. I'm going to have to find a new doctor. Okay. All right. All right. Up next, it's the surprise lab rats. We don't know what you're doing, but it sounds like it involves a blender or a power tool. So take it oh, away, boy. rats. Okay. We are the lab rats. This is Sheila Dolan in Pasadena, Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon. Lab rats is the time of the show when Monica and I test consumer products for you and report back on our findings. Right. And Sheila, it's October and you know what that means. It's time for a pumpkin spice. Spiced lab rats. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Well, people wanted it. Yeah. We like to call it PSLB. (laughs) Today today is a special edition of Lab Rats when we dive into all things, well, some things, pumpkin spiced and everything nice. We test... (laughs) Three pumpkin spice, I'll just call them snicky snacks, and of course, one pumpkin spice coffee. Now, Sheila did not want to indulge in all the carbohydrates, so I'm going to handle the carbs and the snacks. (laughs) (laughs) She just refused to buy some of these products because they were cookies. Well, yeah, it's along my sugar fast, so yes. Okay, so our first product is a special edition, and I like how everything with pumpkin spice in it is labeled special edition. (laughs) Special edition, it's the pumpkin spice cream Oreos. Oh, boy, yum. So these are all yellow package. There's a very happy pumpkin on the front. Now, they're the vanilla cookie Oreos, and then there is just this very dark burnt orange (laughs) cream inside. Um, Now, what I'm looking for, you know, I I ate quite a few of these. (laughs) (laughs) Thorough research, Monica. Good work. I I did indulge yesterday. So I want to open the bag of cookies 
And I just want to be enveloped in that sweet sort of cinnamon, allspice scent. And I have to say it delivered. If you just, my little office in here smells wonderful. Smells like a pumpkin spice candle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So these were very sweet. Like they hurt your teeth. Uh, I, you know, after having a couple of them, uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan. Not as good as the original. I have to give the Oreos pumpkin spice cream. I, I have to give them one paw down. If you like super sweet cookies, I think mm. you like these. So the next product I found during my research, I hoped it would deliver a more subtle pumpkin spice taste. And this is Thomas's, again, limited edition <laughs> pumpkin spice English muffins. Oh, that sounds really? good. Really? Pump- they have pumpkin spice English muffins? Oh, gosh. Okay. Limited edition. Okay. Made with real pumpkin. So Thomas's tells me to add a little spice to my day. Here's what I would say. It's hard to improve upon the perfection that is a crisp Thomas's English muffin. <laughs> You're right. With other mel- than butter. Other than butter. Yeah. With, with melting butter. But I think Thomas's has done it this time. It's just a little subtle something extra in the muffin. And it's not too sweet. I thought these were really lovely. The limited edition pumpkin spice uh, English muffins. I would buy these again. I'm going to give it two paws up. Oh, wow. wow. Two Very paws. strong. Very, very nice. Now, Sheila, I'm going to go off script here a bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ruh-roh. That's, Uh-oh. What I us- that's what I usually do. Okay, go. <laughs> I know you do. So I happened to be in Trader Joe's yesterday buying my favorite soap. And Trader Joe's is just insane with pumpkin spice products. <laughs> it, 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 it's insane. They have, I guess, 40 or 50 pumpkin or pumpkin spice products. And I was looking for a little something for dinner. So I got the Trader Joe's honey roasted pumpkin ravioli. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, pumpkin and pasta, that's a natural fit. Yeah. These were outstanding. (laughs) (laughs) They said it would be good with a little sage burnt butter sauce, but I found they were just perfectly fine. With a little butter, melted butter. <laughs> so I, I, I highly recommend these. There's two paws up for the Trader Joe's honey roasted pumpkin ravioli. Mm. Honey, what was oh, that? Oh, was it was it honey tasting? Honey roasted that? Honey it roasted. just had a little bit of sweetness to okay. it. Okay, that's what you know. Most pumpkin raviolis, yeah. there is a little sweetness, and you counteract it with the salt. And the butter and yeah. The yeah. You, you temper it there. Okay. So I've been doing a lot of talking, but lastly, we need to just really talk about the granddad <coughs> of pumpkin spice products. The one that started the craze that is pumpkin spice coffee or a pumpkin spice latte. And Sheila, you sampled some special coffee. Please tell us about your experience. Uh, I did indeed. But before I get to that, Monica, I was just thinking that that burnt orange cream, you could have melted that on the on the ravioli. <laughs> I could have. Uh, you could have just used, opened up all the Oreos and scraped off the cream. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and I also think that would make a lovely wall color for your <laughs> 
for your office. Oh yes, we do. We do need to talk about the granddaddy. Uh, you know, I'm a coffee person. I, I, I'm still trying to maintain my sugar ban. But believe me, if they made pumpkin spice cake pops, I would be all over that. Okay, so we need to talk about the granddaddy, the pumpkin spice latte. Now I go to Starbucks a lot. Um, and, um, I've been doing a lot of research about the pumpkin spice latte and (laughs) (laughs) really a lot of research. Really? What? Well, not good news. Not good news. First of all, what really goes into the pumpkin spice latte, there is absolutely no real pumpkin in the ingredients, just so you know. Okay. There's also a toxic, a toxic dose of sugar in the grande. The Grande PSL has 50 grams of sugar. Th- that could send you to the hospital. I mean... Says <laughs> <laughs> who? Says who? All right. Um, there is a caramel color. The caramel coloring, they found traces of ammonia um, and also other carcinogens. And I'm just building the case that I'm never ordering one of these again. Okay. Also, there's possible pesticide residue from using non-organic coffee beans. Um, and finally, it's um, it's it's ambiguous natural flavors. Like nothing in the PSL is made from this earth. <laughs> there's there's absolutely nothing in there. So what I started, I started. Wait, wait, can I ask what your source was on this information? Oh, (laughs) oh, yeah. Just because they did come out this, so Starbucks came out this year and said they were putting actual pumpkin in the pumpkin spice latte. So. Okay. Well, this is from Food Babe, Food Babe. Okay. uh, .com. Okay. (laughs) And I, whoever she is or he is, I kind of trust them, but it's okay. Okay. All right. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. All right. But you can all, no, go ahead and order. Um, <laughs> go ahead and order. I've been trying to wean myself off the PSL for a while now. So what I did was I went out and bought some pumpkin spice Keurig coffee. And I got the Green Mountain Coffee Pumpkin Spiced. And there's a lovely pumpkin patch on the cover. I, I bought a Keurig a couple months ago. I'm enjoying it. But here's the thing, Monica. Green Mountain Coffee it was great when it came out, but it's a light roast coffee. I know it it's, is. It's, it's, not, it's not powerful enough. So what you heard before was me just putting an extra Keurig pack in my, in my coffee. <laughs> I double-dosed it, Julie. That's what I did. That's because, that lo- loud scraping noise. Yes. Yeah, in the well, middle of my co- when I was announcing the contest winners. Okay. Well, okay. well, I mean, because I can't ask for an extra shot at home. I can't. There's no barista here. It's just me. I'm just. I'm just doing what I can do, for the pumpkin spice. So I would say that the Green Mountain Coffee pumpkin spice. One thing it is, it smells delicious in the morning. Um, it's, it's, it's got natural ingredients in it. It has, um, it's, it's a made with hundred percent Arabica coffee and I'm giving it two paws up, Monica, for the okay. pumpkin spice, green mountain Keurig. It's oh. a, it's a really, really deep pumpkin smell coming out of that Keurig, which I enjoy. Okay. Which would pair nicely with the limited edition Thomas's <laughs> English muffin. Oh, if you were going to do a pairing. Nicely with that. 
It would, Monica. You could also dunk that those extra Oreos in there just to soften up the burnt orange cream a little bit. Okay. The other thing that I purchased was a Nestle Coffee Mate pumpkin spice creamer. Oh. oh. Speaking now, of unnatural. Yeah. Now, that sounds awful. But now, go ahead. Check it out. Uh, there's a pumpkin cheesecake on the cover with pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin spiced whipped cream and cinnamon sticks. Um, and it's got like little lights all over the packaging. It's very attractive. I mean, I wanted to buy it immediately. And they're also <laughs> setting up a coffee mate connection. There's a whole, there's a whole social media thing going on with coffee mate now where you can connect with your other coffee mate drinkers. <laughs> so it's like I, a dating site, Sheila? I think that they stole that idea from us. Now, one tablespoon equals 35 calories of the pumpkin spice, natural and artificial ingredients. Okay, the first ingredient is sugar. Um, it also contains lots of other, um, you know, hydrogenated products, natural and artificial flavorings. But I'm telling you, a little hit of this in a regular strong coffee, it elevates it. It's not perfect. It's super, super sweet. But I would say one paw up for the pumpkin spice coffee mate. And if you were going to a lady's coffee and you wanted to bring a little something for the holidays, a couple of these would go a long way. The ladies would love this. Just the package. <laughs> bring, to bring some half and half cream to a party. <laughs> Have you been to a lady's coffee, Sheila? I don't know. I go to a lot of coffees. And I'm bringing this tonight. I'm going to a coffee tonight and I'm bringing it. Uh, but one paw up for that because it does have sugar in it. Woo. Okay, Monica, where right. are we on the script? <laughs> oh, wow. We're, we're pretty much cooked. We're done. Okay. Uh, we're, we're just, yeah, yeah. We, we can recap a little bit. Okay, let's recap our findings. Okay. Didn't like the Oreos, did like the English muffins. Sheila liked the coffee and the creamer, and Monica absolutely loved the ravioli. <laughs> That's no surprise there. Yeah. Oh, boy. Woo. Pumpkin spice uh, lab rats or PSLB. We're done. We're done. All right. Thank you, rats. Excellent job. Excellent work. Well, it is appropriate this first week in October. It's yeah. a short season for pumpkin spice, so you got to jump right on it, right on it. All right, speaking of uh, seasons, coming up tonight on CBS is the season two debut of Madam Secretary. We invited you to get on board with this show um, because Julie and I will be doing a recap on the Tuesday show. This is our new pick for re TV recap, Madam Secretary, Sunday night, 10 o'clock, starring uh, Taya Leone as the Secretary of State. Now, we thought, for those of you who weren't able to watch all 22 episodes, <laughs> that maybe we'd do a short recap of season one. And here's what you need, here's what you need to know. And Julie, Sheila, I know you've watched them all, so jump in whenever you yes. need to. Okay. So if you turn it on tonight and you're like, who are these people? Okay. Taya Leone plays Elizabeth McCord. She is now the Secretary of State. Here's what's great about her character. She was a former CIA operative for many years. Well, she was actually, wasn't she a researcher, an analyst? She was, she was an analyst, she was but an she analyst. was a very operating analyst, Leanne, because yeah. we see flashbacks and she's 
and she's in a lot of danger zones uh, doing very dangerous and direct work with dangerous people. So uh, 20 years, Leanne. So she's really a veteran of the CIA. And she left the CIA when the work-family balance became too much and she didn't want to get posted to Iraq or Iran. When she Iraq. They were going to post her to Iraq. Yeah. She left. She decided to become a college professor. She's conveniently married to the super attractive Tim Daly, who is a religion professor. And then uh, her former boss... But, but, he, but he's a religion professor that was also like a Marine fighter pilot. Too, yes. Right? He has a backstory where... <laughs> You know, he's just not some, like, you know, hush puppy uh, uh, philosophy professor, yes. right? I mean, he right. has a whole sort of fierce fighter background as well. Right. And, again, he is also an occasional NSA operative. Mm-hmm. So the two of them have, like, spook and spy backgrounds, which is really what makes the show fun because they do things that normal secretaries of state and their spouses would never do. So she was elevated to Secretary of State by her former boss at the CIA, who's the president, now uh, after the first Secretary of State was killed in a mysterious plane crash. So that's how she ended up as Secretary of State, former CIA, then uh, then um, college professor, now fourth in line for the presidency. She is married to this Henry, who apparently is the most understanding husband in America. And doesn't <laughs> that doesn't that make you suspicious, sisters, that Henry may be a double agent or something? See, I, I just I just don't want it to go that way. I want them to, you know, because they do. They seem to have this wonderful, happy, like sexy re- relationship. And, you know, and he's a great father. He's, you know, he's a great husband. I, I just don't want to, I just, I, can't we just be happy? I know it's going to go badly, Leanne. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I know something is bad is going to happen, but I don't want anything bad to happen. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think he has secrets. I, I thought that from the beginning, uh, Tim Daly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I'm very attracted. He's very attractive. I mean, he, <laughs> are you about to say that you're, you find him very attractive? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then they have three children. He, he was, te- Monica, he was teaching on the TV show, You're All Mamata, uh, Georgetown, but oh. now he's teaching at like the Naval War College, which brings him even closer into the inner circle. In fact, last year he was running some missions to, <laughs> to Russia. And wearing stupid hats uh, and also spying while Bess was in a big, while Elizabeth McCord was in a big feud with Russia. So then they have three kids, the oldest daughter, super smart, but she dropped out of college. She worked for an NGO. She got involved with the, the her boss at the NGO, but now it looks like she's turning her life around. They have the middle son who rejected the fancy private school and is going to uh, a public school now. And then they have the super smart younger daughter. So that should set you up. Is there anything else people need to know if they haven't seen all 22 well, episodes? We need, well, it's her staff that um, oh, right. Dr. Elizabeth McCord's staff. Um, she, she brought when she, I mean, when she was asked to be secretary of state, she was living on this horse farm with pigtails, okay, and then so and teaching at UVA, and then so she has no staff. She has to move into this big position, and she brings one person with her. That is her personal assistant, um, and uh, his name is uh, Slash Stable Boy Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake Moran. Okay, and so. He he has sort of telepathic powers. He's you know he he's on top of everything. He's got he's totally got 
Dr. Elizabeth McCord's back and, you know, he'll do anything for her. He interacts with the family and uh, and uh, but he's a little suspicious of the other staff. And then there you have uh, B.B. Newworth is is not singing and dancing, but she has the role of chief of staff as Nadine and um her backstory was that she was actually having an affair with the former Secretary of State, right? Right. Who and, turned out to be a rock. Uh, <clears throat> yes. So, um, so, so, she, but now she's uh, working for um, uh, for for Elizabeth, and she seems like she's going along with Elizabeth. And but you know, I feel like at any moment she might <laughs> double cross Elizabeth. Isn't there, do you get that sense too, Leon and Sheila? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. she's applying a lot of skin whitening products. <laughs> she is very pale. She's, she's very pale. The white, just bone white. Really <laughs> incredible skin. <laughs> very. Very, very pale. <laughs> and then there are a couple of other staff members that um, there's Daisy Grant, who is the press secretary, and she's having a little romance with the speechwriter, Matt Mahoney. Uh, so and they're coming on board like they're, you know, they're really getting behind uh, um, uh, the, the new secretary. Because the one thing that I like about this show is she is so smart in the show. Right. Yes. She's the smartest person in the room uh, other than her um, really cute husband. <laughs> You know, so, uh, so she, you know, so, uh, so they, they have to respect her because every week there seems like there was some new crisis. It was the Greek debt crisis, it was the Bahraini diplomat holding a maid as hostage. You have Iran, you have Turkey, you have an earthquake in India, you had some disaster in the Amazon and she comes Russian up with- subs, hidden Russian subs off yes. our waters. Yeah. So, but she comes up with creative solutions and earns the respect of, of the staff. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And she seems to have a pretty good relationship with the president, but it is certainly not perfect. And there are lots of stresses and strains there. And the president's um, uh, chief, of chief of staff, you know, he's one of these, yeah, chief of staff is, is one of these people that you can't really, you know, he doesn't, he, he doesn't really necessarily support her <clears throat> position. So it makes it for a very intricate, each week there's, there's all kinds of intricacies going on. So just jump on board. I don't think you should be afraid of jumping on board. It's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. Good. And it's one of the channels I get. Right. Oh I know, Monica. That's why we picked it. It's a CBS. It's just a right. good old-fashioned network television show. It is on at 10 o'clock, so that's late. But you can do it, Monty. You can okay. do it. I'm going to try tonight. <laughs> yeah, you should. I mean, it's very. It's well-written, well-acted. And, uh, and each week there's, there's some situation that really sort of captures your attention. No doubt about it. All right. So that is going to be on Tuesdays. Julie, we don't have a name for this recap. So, you know, I was thinking, Madam, the sister secretary or Madam Satellite, but maybe, maybe just Madam Secretary recap. Keep working 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 on it. it. How about pumpkin spice, Madam? (laughs) Okay. Okay. That, That one, that's a good one too. I'll put that on the list, Sheila. Thanks. All right. Um, 
This week, we did put up our first uh, You're the Best Encore interview with Nora Ephron. Uh, I hope you got a chance to listen to it. If you loved it, share it, please. We would love um, to to get, you know, a lot of new listeners in at Satellite Sisters and just people to share in the experience. I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful interview with her. This week, we're going to be posting our You're the Best Encore interview with the current president of the United States on television, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So... So makes me wonder whether, you know, Taya Leone and Julia Louis-Dreyfus have cabinet meetings somewhere in a Starbucks in Santa Monica. But this is an interview we did with Julia Louis-Dreyfus a couple of years ago, and it's really fun to listen to. We're posting those on Thursday. So if you're wondering, what are these interviews coming up in my feed? That is exactly what it is. All right, sisters, anyone have anything going on this week? Uh, I'm going to the Ben Film Festival. How oh, fun. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right. It's next weekend. So I'm doing the whole thing. I, I didn't buy the full pass, but I bought tickets to 10 movies. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of movies. Over over four days. So I think it'll be really fun. Looking forward to that. Okay, Monica. Excellent mm. work. Report back, <laughs> on, report back on your findings. <laughs> Entertaining Monica. All right, sisters. Have a great week. Thank you. Thanks. You too, Leanne. And don't you forget. Too. Call your satellite sister.